KBU Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of KBU in accordance with requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about KBU Community Radio's open meeting policy is available by calling the station at 503-231-8032. Meetings will be held at 20 Southeast 8th Avenue in Portland. The Finance Committee will meet this Wednesday, December 19th at 4.30 p.m. Hi, I'm Bob Madar inviting you to come on over to Local Folks Podcast and listen to episode number six to discover how a local nonprofit in Corvallis, Oregon provides essential and effective support to gleaners so they can help low-income people feed their families and heat their homes. You can find Local Folks at kboo.fm. Go to audio, list of programs, podcast, web only, and click on Local Folks. Good morning. It's 9 o'clock. You're listening to KBOO Portland. And here's what's coming up for the remainder of the morning this morning, Wednesday. First up, it's the radio activist today, Lisa Loving and Suzanne Legrand. Talk to Init.com founder Shiva Farouk. At 10 o'clock, it's Flashpoints with Dennis Bernstein. And the food show follows at 11 and don't forget, please, you can still for, uh, support KBU even though the membership drive has ended. Just go to kboo.fm, kboo.fm, and you can become a member of this essential radio station. Thanks for tuning in to KBU this morning. You are listening to KBOO Portland. This is the radio activist. I'm Lisa Loving, and I'm with Suzanne Legrand. Hello. Today, what if someone created an online platform just for politically impacted communities at the grassroots to tell your stories of impact with an eye towards policy or social change? Okay. Talking about a platform. It's got DIY crowdsourced videotape stories that are all organized into a focus to impact social change. Check it out. It's here. It's free. And it's called init.com. It's a newborn digi baby. Okay. And we're live in studio too with founder and CEO Shiva Faroki. Thanks for being here, Shiva. Hi. Thank you for having me here as a guest. Um, I'm really honored to be here. And yeah, so I've created a platform. It's called init.com. And it's where our voices can really add up. Um, And the way it works really is pretty simple. So there will be a topic and people can support it with videos of their stories or opinions. Uh, We just um, kind of launched it very like secretly to get the testing it's called a soft launch yes. <laughs> how, how do you give birth to a major social change platform you, you, you might think that you flip on a light switch but no it's not like that no so <laughs> so and, and so if you're listening you could you could follow along on the internet we're talking about in dash it.com and we're this is what we're going to be talking about today it's really helpful to look at it in dash it.com but keep going shiva 
Why? Why? Why did you create this thing? Well, um, I am originally from Iran, and back in Iran, I a lot of times I felt that my voice is not really being heard in the society, and the media is not reflecting what the people want, but only the agenda that the government, for instance, has. And when I came here, I think um, I realized that even media here, although it's very free and we have social media and people can express themselves the way they want, still there is a lot of agenda and stereotypes made by the narratives that people are not really involved in shaping them. Um, And when we're talking about social media as the only means of self-expression for people and sharing their opinions, there are some major challenges. The first one is that you need to have a lot of followers to be heard. That's very simple. Um, The second thing is that a lot of times topics are super sensitive or people just don't want to express themselves politically or um, really things that might offend their colleague or like their friends or some like even some family members they don't want to uh, express themselves in their public profile so they try to like stay quiet and uh, passive and the last thing is that a lot of times we do share posts on so many different platforms with different set of hashtags so that's why these posts that we have these stories that we tell they don't come together um, to become collectively powerful and show how many we are like what is the biggest story Um, and that's why we thought what if there would be a platform and instead of us sharing to each other there would be a topic than a certain ask so for instance it's about like hashtag gun violence and then people the ask would be like if you're a survivor or if in any way your life has been impacted by gun violence come and tell your story and now imagine instead of like going online and finding this like particular testimony scattered scattered testimony mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the scattered instead testimony. of the scattered thing yeah uh, <laughs> instead of uh, finding those on so many different platforms and so many news organizations you would have a source that would allow you to understand how the people who have been in it feel. That's where the name in it comes, having that insider look. Mm. Um, I just was, no, yeah. go ahead. I just, I was just, for people who just tuned in, um, sometimes at the beginning of the show, people miss the boat a little bit. Um, this is the radio activist. We're talking live with Shiva Faroki about init.com, which is, it's, it's, it's so interesting. Yeah. Okay, Suzanne, go ahead. Yes. So, how is it that when people, um, get this call how is it that they input their story um you want to go through the website it's literally sketched out when we by the way if you're listening and you hear the word platform i mean website come on it's a website (laughs) Mm -hmm. and 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 so um literally this website it's so basic it's literally black and white with cartoons okay it walks you through the process of how to create a video on your phone probably but it also it's kind of like a mix of, um, you know, uh, Kickstarter and uh, YouTube, kind of. But it, it, you don't have to put money into it. It shows you, it gives you um, fields for what movement this is, what the issue is. It prompts you to create a hashtag, okay? And um, and then it gives you the opportunity to record your, um, your story. This, really, we're talking about narratives. We're not necessarily talking about rants here. When you're talking about in it, you're, you want people to share their experiences as part of a focused movement. So if you're a political organizer, you're going to init.com. Maybe, um, as I was talking with Shiva, she was saying, you know, her vision, and we could talk about this more, is to find um, movement projects that are focused at a specific policy or, or something very specific, a specific call to action for people, right? And that's what I love about this website. It fascinates me. It literally kind of walks you through the steps of visualizing the organization of your campaign. I just have to say that. I mean, I just came to it cold. And it's fascinating. So, okay, uh, keep talking amongst yourselves. Yeah, so I'm just curious. So somebody is interested in um, creating a story, um, and and it seems like your website does that really easily. Do you then um, edit it, or how is it that it then gets added to the collection? Um, So first of all, there needs to be a mission for that topic. So if whatever the topic is that you want content for as a political organizer, um, you 
um, can either suggest it or contact us and we'll send you a form in which you can create your mission. Um, we're kind of debating about like giving it, allowing anyone to create missions or not. not. Uh, but for the beginning, we wanted to kind of have um, kind of control over like who creates these missions and what it is for. Um, so if you create a mission, then um, the missions would have a certain fields. So you can say what kind of videos you want and why you want it. And you can even give it a goal. So like Kickstarter, that has a goal that is monetary. Ours would be the number of videos. So you can say like, oh, we want to hit like 500 videos in order to file a lawsuit, in order to go and like help with this bill on the city hall. And then once this thing gets published, then it's uh, available for anyone to click on the option upload button and share their story to it. And as they share, their stories would just immediately become available all in one place. Wow. And so um, the the call is for a story. How is it that you make sure people tell a story rather than just start ranting, which is what a lot of people do these days? Well, I think like the fact that the political organization or anyone, the campaign maker or anyone, um, gives the direction is like share videos of specifically what they want kind of um, tells people what to do and there's a report button next to any video so any content that is irrelevant to the ask of the mission um, is harassment it's just doesn't abide by our terms of conditions and like privacy policy that can be reported so to your point if someone doesn't follow the ask of the mission that content can be reported and removed what I hear you saying is that each one of these pages on init.com is, it's a movement that's organized by organizers and you're leaving it up to the organizers with a handful of um, tools, tools yeah. um, for yeah, yeah. common sense people. And so it's it's so interesting and it's a baby. This is a newborn baby. Listeners, this is a newborn baby. Yeah. And so, so there is the stop the ban. <laughs> the stop the ban campaign as is on there yeah. as an example. And so you can go on there and see it. And, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask during this hour, this is just, I love it when new galaxies are born. This is yeah, what it looks like to me. It really is. And sometimes. It's so innovative, right? It is. And sometimes um, you start, sometimes you build a new vehicle and nobody knows how to drive it. Mm -hmm. And that is a fact. And so we kind of look around and go, well, how, how do we see, how do we kick the tires on this vehicle that Shiva just built and her team? She's got a team. Go ahead. Yeah. So that brings up a, a question I want to know. How did you come up with this idea? Yeah. Well, it was after the travel ban. Um, and then... Which was last year. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about when the um, federal government, the president of the United States, basically came out and tried to ban um, immigrants and refugees from, I believe... Well, it Seven changed. Countries. It changed yeah. over time. It was a squishy thing. But basically, um, the, con the, the concern that people all over the world had is that the United States federal government was enshrining into law um, uh, religious persecution. And I was saying it like that. But go ahead. Well, basically, it was first like um, seven majority Muslim countries, then um, the third version that the Supreme Court decided to uphold it is five mu Muslim majority countries and two others, which are North Korea and Venezuela. Um, so um, the thing is that if they want to enter the country, they have to um, have meet the waiver process, visa waiver process, which is a very complicated thing and nobody can meet the <laughs> criteria or if they do, they don't even get um, a visa. Um, so it was the first version just came out and I felt like my voice is not being heard when I am talking on social media or anywhere. I just get a few likes and um, no outcome. And that's what happens after every single thing that happens, whether it's about the um, case of sexual harassment and Kavanaugh topic or whether there's gun violence, whether, like anything, healthcare, abortion, like whatever we talk about, we go on social media, just express ourselves, and the next day there is another topic everyone have forgotten about it. Like It's amazing how it happens. We call that yeah. the memory hole, but go ahead. Yeah, the memory hole. I ne learned a new <laughs> term. <laughs> So that happened, and um, I thought with myself, like, I have friends, they know me, they're connected with me, they hear my story, but they already know it. Like, 
how can we get the reach of our stories out there? So if you're an American person who wants to know the impact of, for instance, travel ban on the people, um, I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't check every single news source and you don't have the time. And <laughs> unfortunately, they probably may, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't actually tell you what the impact is. In yeah. Many places. I mean, a lot of times they try. Don't get me uh, wrong. I don't mm -hmm. want to say they lie or anything. I'm just saying a lot of times the the ones that they reflect is not the full story. Mm -hmm. and when you we know. say they, I think we're talking about media, media. outlets. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Or maybe we're talking about the nightly news or something like that. Exactly. Because yeah. a part of our concern here, as you as you are building out this platform, init.com, is who who's the gatekeeper? And kind of what I hear Shiva saying is that she wishes there could be a, a taller a taller tower to, to um, put people's opinions on that has fewer gatekeepers. And as the organizer of the movement yeah. you're building on in it, you get fascinating options. I'm putting that out. This is mm -hmm. an activism tool. Bam. <laughs> That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And fiddle around with that. It's fascinating. But but yeah. you're, you're sort of in the middle of your story. Like, yeah. So you're yeah, trying so. to get your voice out. And you're... And, by the way, we haven't bragged about um, Shiva's brains yet. <laughs> she's a master. She's a she's a she's just a super smart graphic designer with gigantic brains. Industrial designer. Okay, oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. But still, so, so that's part of how you you connected this idea to what you created. Because I'm just it's fascinated. a machine. It's a machine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. Okay, so. Back to the story of travel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, okay, yes. My background is in design and like I've done a lot of product design, both, both digital and physical design, product designs. Um, and when you design something, you really look at it with a lens that's kind of different. You want to like look at the whole ecosystem, look at what's the need of the people and what is not being met, like what need is not being met. And that's, I think, where innovation comes. A lot of times when you're very close to something like you're activist or you're a journalist, you're super close to it. And um, when like someone who's not in that field take a look at it, they have like a fresh perspective. And I think um, that was my advantage. I wasn't, I was never an activist, but I had felt ignored. I had felt hurt. And I think a lot of us have felt voiceless and ineffective in our societies. It's not just me. And it's not just limited to this country or that country. It's the same for everyone if they don't have power. Um, so I think that was my advantage. I could understand what's the need as a user and I could have that creative mindset because of my background. Um, so that was kind of what happened after Travel Ban. I was like, I need to fix this. I need to allow people to get an insider look about any topic that they want without somebody coming curated. And I mean, curation is great, but not just create the narrative for them the way they should see, not the, the, the way they deserve to see. Um, yeah. If you just tuned in, you're listening to KBOO Community Radio. This is the radio activist. I like saying that, radio activist. I'm Lisa Loving, and I'm with my friend and compatriot and co-host Suzanne Legrand. We're live in studio, too, with um, init.com. That's in-it.com. Founder and CEO Shiva Faroki. We're talking about this incredible um, new new platform. Platform means website that you can use. And Shiva, you didn't do this by yourself. You have an interesting team, and they're not all here. Can you talk about the process of how you did that? I really want listeners to understand where creativity hits reality. And I really, if you're hearing my voice right now, I want you to build something. Go out in the world and build something. I want to hear how Shiva and her team built this. Um, so yes, in the beginning, I was um, by myself. So okay, let me just back up a little bit to this story. Um, I, um, I was living in Los Angeles and I got married. I came to Portland. At the time, I was looking for jobs. And then, as I mentioned, travel ban happened. And I was like, um, why should I go to like a company and work there if like I have, I have an idea that can add a lot of value to the world um, and I can be like more impactful than just working for someone else? I mean, it's great. I mean, anyone who is an employee, that's amazing um, if that's what you want to do. But if you have an idea that you can you think it can be bigger than yourself and you can be a lot more impactful, I really highly encourage you to just follow it. Um, so that's what happened with me after like um, a little bit applying for jobs. I just literally stopped and started like put a big 
piece of paper on the wall and started uh, putting all the needs you know, that I could find. I started talking with my friends, my family to really understand what they go through as well as and see if I'm the only one or it's just like a common experience because you don't really want to only design for yourself. You want to mm-hmm. design something that is um, meaningful for more than yourself. Um, so that's what how it started. And after that, um, my husband um, is part-time in this and he's in a um, digital agency. He's a kind of a product designer as well. Um, so he joined me and then he had a great friend who lives in um, Canada and he is our tech lead. He's been in IBM and he had a startup and sold out a startup. So we asked him to join us um, for the tech side of the thing. And then um, just through our network, we had other designers, like other friends who've been involved part-time or some of them full-time. Um, and now the core of our team right now is three people, but we have some part-time uh, individuals too. I know that people who want to build something are often wondering, what are the steps? And I just want to, I always yeah. want to ask people yeah. on the show, how did you do it? Um, because actually I've never, no one has come on so far and said, I sat in a closet and I, and I, and I wrote stuff on paper. No one has said that. <laughs> no. You kind of have to go out, even if maybe, you know, you might be homebound, but you still can get out in the world. Um, through digital tools and uh, kind of building community. Yeah, like so. like we had an entrepreneurship class in our college and the teacher literally every single class would say, what do we do? We get out of the building. So that's what you're going to uh, do. If you want to like really, really do something that um, resonates to, pe- to people, you need to get out of building, observe them, understand them, talk with them, and that's how you And can. I believe there's a term in entrepreneurship which is um, called validating the concept. How did you do that with this concept? So the, the one that you see on the website that is right now like the um, travel ban one. The example of a potential campaign. <laughs> the example of the potential campaign. Um, so we did that um, a bit a a bit of a time ago um, to get like to see if people are interested and we wanted to see how impactful are those stories so we just told some of our own network we didn't make a big deal about it and we showed these stories to some of our friends some of the people that we know that they didn't have as much information and the fact that they were moved so much and they were like oh I didn't know this thing exists I knew like a lot of them actually they were like oh does a travel ban still exist I would be like "Hmm, yeah so and then so that was one part of it and then I think um, understanding the fact that how impactful hearing people's stories from them uh, is on others on the audience that was a big value for us and also like there, there are a lot of um, websites like news organizations and activists that you go to their website, they have a certain page that says like, share your story to us, which kind of shows that everyone is looking for stories, whether there are Vice News, whether there are um, New York Times, or they're just a small NGO. They want to get those insider information because it helps them with the, uh, when they go and like push for a policy change, they have a bill, they can use those stories to influence policymakers. If, yeah, so any of that. Why is it that stories are so important? I mean, and why is it so important that people hear stories? We It's, a, it's kind of a buzzword, but it, and, and you've said that it was so impactful. Could you speak a little bit about why that is? Yeah, so I think the big difference between facts and stories is how memorable they are. So there was a study that said, um, if you read something that is just a fact, you remember 10% of it. And then if you read a story, you remember 90% of it. And I think 80% difference shows how important that is and throughout the history always people try to tell like if they wanted to have a message even in bible even in quran or any religion anything that wanted to affect a lot of people like a big population they tried to say it in the form of a story and one other thing that i have heard about stories which i find really interesting is that um hearing more facts will not change uh, confirmation bias. So confirmation bias is the idea that people look for information which supports what they already believe. But stories can actually jump um, belief systems. Um, Overwrite the disk. Yes, that's right. Uh, and so they ha- there's a way in which they can step out of 
really the silos that we have all um, kind of found ourselves in in, in, in media. I want to jump in here and really and, and quickly and say, we want to open up the phone lines. Listen, what stories do you think we're not hearing? Okay, where we have this cool new friend. Okay, Shiva, we love her. We want to introduce her to our our other friends. Where should we take her? I'm, I'm putting this out to you, listeners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we don't have that many topics. Like, I mean, we just had put an example, and we are like talking with people and organizations to see what kind of topics or campaigns we need to have on campaigns. the platform. Organizations, can yeah. Jump in there. So, like, if you even as an individual or organization or anyone have a suggestion that think it's like a big deal for your community, for your friends, or think something is not being covered on the news or on in the media the way it deserves just contact and give us a call and give you give us our suggestion but i want you to call us right now in the air room honestly um the number to call to participate in this conversation is 503-231-8187 i can sit here and think of a lot of stories we're not hearing and i can think of the reasons why too but listeners listeners who should we be hearing from in social change movements, video stories by people who are in it. That's the point. That blows my mind about this project. 503-231-8187. I'm pounding my my hand on my palm because I want to hear from people right now. What, what movements are out there that we're not hearing from? And one of the things I want to say is um, I'm a journalism innovator. I go to these conferences. Actually, they're sort of fun. They call them unconferences. And what's fun about them is meeting people and hearing people's stories, which is great. But there's a value that is emerging in media innovation in the United States. And that value is nothing about us without us okay that's a journalism value that newsrooms don't follow in the city of portland oregon because they don't have staff from the communities that are affected by issues this affects what we learn as media consumers okay because we're and also there's just so little local media right it's shrinking but then as shiva was saying there's this scattershot of places you can go if you've got the time to check in at 50 different locations mm-hmm. online where you know people are talking about this you could go to reddit twitter facebook whatever you want to call that i know i don't like it either there's all these different places but that scattershot and when we're talking about people's lived experiences the the, the value of being able to focus them in so that people can take in a wealth of experiences. That's that's important. 503-231-8187. Don't wait till the end of the show to call. I'm just saying. Anyway, Suzanne. Yeah, so it, I think a lot of people experience overwhelm, um, information overload all the time. And I think what you described um, is really great. You know, we, we have an issue one day and the next day it's something else. So I really like the idea that you're you have a place to collect stories and also to create a sense of focus, which is what I think many of us are struggling with right now. How do you create that focus? I mean, you you started saying that one of the the problems now is that you you need a lot of followers to be heard. Yeah. Everyday people that want to participate in a movement or jumpstart one have a hard time accessing an audience. Yeah, what you're saying. So a lot of like um, what we do is um, the gathering of the stories. But one thing that you should remember on social media, one day something is trending, the next day is forgotten, right? Uh, but imagine if there was a gun violence hashtag or topic on in it, and it's asking survivors to come and share your their stories. And imagine we have a thousand stories and another gun violence happens. So it doesn't actually like, it's not gone. You will add more stories to it. So instead of being a new thing, it just becomes a bigger issue. So you would now have like a thousand five hundred stories. You would just every single time it happens, it just shows the policymakers how more and more and more important this issue is becoming, and how many sur- like survivors it has. So that's part of the the idea of collecting these stories, yeah. as opposed to kind of having them go by in a stream exactly. where they disappear day to day. Yeah, and also like one other thing we do, we allow people to share their stories anonymously. So that's something that they cannot find on any other social media. It's a pixelated video system thing. Yeah, so they can like we don't show their name, and if they put it like a tick, like check box, check mark on the um, anonymous it, pixelation, their face would be pixelated as well. So that actually like brings a lot of more people 
in the conversation. So for one of the tests that we did, we realized that there were like 30% people added to the conversation, the ones that they wouldn't want to be. Like they, they just th- thought that it would be dangerous for them to share their stories. And also one other value that we give our users is that we um, allow news organizations to come and license their content. So um, that's a pretty big deal. Like you can actually get financial value from if sharing your story. If you're putting your video on there, it's licensed. What so does that, that mean it, exactly? It means that you, it's, it's like, so your name, you're Suzanne. Um, you've been impacted by gun violence. I don't know if that's true at all. I'm making this up. Okay. So you're participating in something that doesn't exist yet, and it's called hashtag gun violence on init.com. You are concerned that you're not sure if people want to know that you're there or, or whatever your concern might be. When you put your video on there, you own it. Suzanne owns it. But if, like, for instance, news organization comes and says, "Oh, I like to have that content for in for uh, in order to download it, they have to pay money, and you get um, so the money that we're saying, like, you get seventy five percent of it, and the rest come goes to us as a commission." Oh, okay, yeah, it's right. really interesting. You know, there's a local videographer named Mike Bivens. He's a professional independent uh, video contractor, and I have watched his video show up all over the world. And, and he's now getting to the place where he's successful in being able to own the copy. He's a professional independent video person. But the TV and the, um, all these different outlets, they just grab. And, and, and I've seen people have their, their video stolen by Saturday Night Live before. Cameron Witten actually had some of his stuff put on Saturday Night Live. And he wasn't credited with it or anything. That is a fascinating feature. Mm-hmm. And it also, what I like about it is it get, if you're participating in this, it makes you understand that your, your opinion, your story is valuable. Yeah. And it's not just it's not just dust in the wind. Yeah, and also you get an equal chance to be heard. Like it doesn't matter how many followers you have, when you're all under the same topic, like you like mm-hmm. get equal chance to be heard. Um, if you just tuned in, I want to bump in and say you're listening to KBOO Community Radio. This is the radio activist. I'm Lisa Loving. I'm with my friend and compatriot and co-host Suzanne Legrand. We're live in studio too with Shiva Faroki. We're talking about in it dot com which is a uh, new website where you can organize a campaign and solicit um, stories experiential stories from people in your movement that are posted on this website and it's all focused towards a social change goal am i there's so much on this website it just blows my mind i found like a very simple way one person once told me was like oh your platform is just like uh change.org or any like petition website but instead of signatures people share their stories and i was like yeah exactly that's what it is and because it's because like how much of a like how meaningful is a signature you know, it's not that meaningful and doesn't really shift your perspective or change your mind. But when you hear a story, that's where a change happens. You put a face on that signature, you it's know. Um, so that's if you just tuned in, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like a petition website. But instead of uh, signatures, we collect videos of your stories. It's deeper. It's yeah. deeper and more yeah. impactful. And again, um, we the phone lines are open. We're asking people, what movements are we not hearing from? What movements could we benefit by looking by 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 seeing video stories by people who are in it? And I mean this, this I, I'm so fascinated by this. It's such a simple elegant tool. So how can it be applied more widely? And the number to call 503-231-8187. I'm going to put this out there. Hate crimes. There's hate crimes. There's so many hate crimes in the state of Oregon and um I don't think that we hear about them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really crystal clear what policy is on um, the table for um, making that a thing. I know that the city of Portland theoretically created some kind of office, but and a wonderful person was hired in there, but I don't hear anything from them. I think that if more people understood what hate crimes happen, what hate crimes are like in the state of Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. That it would change people's opinion. I think that hate crimes are not really being reported and we have no sense of how often they're happening, even though the Klan basically is marching in Portland every month. Okay, the Patriot Prayer. So to me, that's what I want to hear more about, right? But what Shiva's saying is these things work best if they're connected to a concrete movement that's advocating a specific specific social change. I think that's so interesting, right? So I'm going to say hate crimes. And and there was another one that I was thinking of. Well, um, what other thing, though, 
do we not understand enough? 503-231-8187. I'm saying share your thoughts on this because that's why we're here. Yeah. You know, one thing that strikes me that's really valuable about what you're doing is allowing people to shape their own narratives around these issues. Um, I think that, that you know, you're, you talked about uh, the sense of not having a voice. And I think a lot of times uh, issues are predefined for us according to a narrative um, and actually don't get at the complexity of, of the, the issues involved. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering if you could speak to that. I mean, do you think that telling stories helps us to also change the way that the narrative around those stories? Yes, um, definitely. I think uh, one value, uh, I don't want in it to be just about like campaigns and political things and social movements. I, th- I, My plan, my longer plan is for it to be a bigger place to hear stories from all sides of the story, like that topic. Um, so to your point that you were talking about hate crimes, a lot of the times that happens is because one side thinks they are not uh, being heard and they become aggressive. So I was in the Uber once and the guy was talking about how Portland is like super liberal. So those who have voted for um, Trump or they just are very conservative, don't feel they have the chance to um, say what they think or what they believe. So we see like acts of aggression. Uh, when when you don't get to be heard, you just try to make your point any way you can. So within it, we want we want to change that. For instance, if the topic is like um, Portland political environment and everyone could share like what they think or how much they get um, the chance to be heard, then you get a better sense of this um, very liberal Portland and all different people could hear each other out in one place. So that's really my goal, to allow everyone to be heard and without bias, because you don't know who says what. You just click to hear their story. And we have a few callers. I want to go to the phone lines. Style is on the line. Style, what are you thinking about today? Oh, good morning. Thanks for having this show on a powerful platform to welcome stories. Thank you. Um, yeah, you bet. I just want to call in to just encourage people to share the stories of their lives. And it made me think and reminisce, like, how wonderful would it have been to be able to hear our grandparents' stories about how they made it to America from the motherland. Stuff of that nature, because as one passes away or your family passes away, you wonder, like, how come you never got to hear that from their own mouth? And I just think that this may allow that introduction more for families out there. And as I develop my own business in the social media world, I do look for clues and stories to help align with where I'm going and what I'm doing. And I wonder, like, as I studied Portland, all the different agencies, many are predominantly Caucasianly ran. So my wonder is, like, how come there isn't a POC, a people of color agency, lining up as much? And I think it'll happen. It's just a matter of connecting the dots, having coffee with the right people, finding the right ingredients for the recipe. I'm doing that right now, and I just was excited to hear this platform being launched on cable. I'm a long-time cable listener, <laughs> and I just look forward to seeing more successful energy come of such wonderful platforms. So I just want to thank you, commend the both of you as your radio activist <laughs> is happening. And Thanks. yeah, I just want to call and just share the love and welcome more POC to collaborate. You know, get out of your comfort zone and show up to events that hopefully will be categorized and uh, cataloged at the events here on the website. I look to perhaps promote some now that I'm aware of this. And I just want to call in and thank the two of you and anyone that's going to call in and listen and participate as a community member to help our livelihood thrive. Style, uh, style, I want to ask you a question. What issues sure. do you think we need to hear more stories about? Great question. There's just so many powerful stories. You know, recently I have attended the moth. And then from attending the moth, there was an invisible spectrum which highlights the POC of the moth, if you will. Uh, TED Talks, TEDx Salem, TEDx Portland. I'm a big advocate of just sharing and storytelling. And the ones that do stand out are the ones that do align and touch the heart. And as I listen to podcasts throughout, uh, I, wa- I wonder, like, what is the heart of the, the subject being shared? Where can we get to the heart of it, the spirit of it? 
because that's what's missing, I think, in America, the Western world. Mm-hmm. We're just so caught up with commercialism, making money, and doing things to the point where we forget, well, what's the heart of the matter? And I feel there's many stories that should be shared, especially from our grandparents, let's say, because maybe they didn't know the technology that we have today, but if we would just record them sharing, hey, how did we get to America? And I what was the challenging idea. part for you? What was mm-hmm. the most beautiful part? And before you know it, you can reshare that. The digital is eternal, if you will, in its own capacity. And we can pass that lineage down to words of compassion, if you will, words of enlightenment, words of love. And I just think radio or audio is a great way to succinct to stories. Thanks. I'm sure it's going to happen soon enough. Thanks for your suggestions. Can I just ask you to go to in-it.com and there is a form you can suggest the missions that you have in mind and suggest as many as you can and we just look through them and choose the best ones and put it um, when we launch because we're going to launch in like a few weeks. And, you know, Styles Idea also suggests um, something um, about hidden histories. Yeah, exactly. There are a lot of stories that we have not heard because they're not part of the official narrative that um, that that what you're doing could start to to create. I think that's a wonderful idea. It's on you, Style. Style, you got to go to the website in it dash dot com. You got to go there. It's on you now. We're just going to be looking at our watches. I checked it out on the way here. I checked it out. Oh, that looks fun. Yeah. Uh, All right. I'm just happy to hear such a platform. So thank you again. Well, thanks again. And we do have another caller. Joan's on the air. Joan, what's on your mind today? I'm just offering a couple of topics um, that people have heard before but maybe haven't heard specifically about enough. One is about people being priced out of housing. The other one would be about people whose health has been affected by environmental toxins of all kinds, including including electronic pollution, um, air pollution, and so on. Joan, when I was visiting my mother in November in Central California, everyone in the entire family had upper respiratory problems because of the wildfires. Everyone. Everyone. And I'm watching it on the news and I'm not even thinking about it. My mom's over here. God, my head hurts. I got to go to the doctor. I I wasn't even putting them together. Hello. Joan, awesome. Those are two topics. Those are great topics. Okay, lots of ordinary people are being priced out of housing and being homeless is very embarrassing to folks. So you don't hear a lot of those topics about that's people right. who have to leave, leave the area and there's no place else to go. Yep. So you that's know, something the, that we all have to take charge of. What's happening to the land? How is it being divided up, bought and sold? How is Oregon being bought and sold and why? Mm-hmm. So those are two topics that should be, in, should yeah, be addressed. Yeah, the, the price out of Thank housing you. one I can really relate to. In the, the seven years that I've been here, I've had to move every year because I've been priced out of housing. You Every should year. be well, creating a movement. Yep. And <laughs> because it's absolutely true, though. Um, yeah, that's And really as we're true. talking about, um, this is, so if if Shiva, thanks a lot for calling Joan. Thank Joan you. put Thank some you. really Welcome. hot Bye-bye. bubbling pots on the table. Now we're yeah, going to unpack exactly. them. Yeah. If you have any suggestions about other movements that we should be introducing Shiva, she's new in the area, we want to figure out who should be using this platform. And the way we do that is by us figuring it out. Do we have another caller? We don't. All right. May I ask one other question? Sure. So this this thing about um, needing followers in order to be heard, how are you solving this problem with, with um, your um, platform? Like, how are you getting people to know about it? So our plan is to get influencers in any of these areas. So if we're talking about homelessness and affordable housing, let's get someone who has already been influencer and talked a lot about it to lead that mission be the mission creator for that and because they have a lot of followers on their social media they can um, get a lot of publicity and lead people to our platform to share their stories because obviously a lot of people who are homeless or losing their housing they don't want to go on their social media and talk about that but we give an alternative for them to not only get their voices heard but also influence change in for what they want so I think it's a uh, we're not we are not trying to compete with social media we want to have a um, complement we want to complement social media anything that people cannot say there we want to give people space to do that and I think our first uh, way would be with the influencers and organizations that are active in that area. They have a lot of emails and the audience for that topic. 
And eventually, when we have a lot of people on the platform, then we can put any topic and have more um, less influential people to make it. That's why I, I told you I didn't put the link to mission creation right now on the platform because we're looking for those influencers. So the suggestions that people gave, we will find someone to create a mission for, you know. What I think is so interesting about that is um, organizing is literally that. It's, it's bringing people together across obstacles, time and space to do something, right? Yeah. And you're literally organizing a media platform so that people can bring their issue and their mission and just run with it. And what's interesting about that, I think, um, and if you just tuned in, we're talking about init.com. It's in-it.com. Um, when you think about how Joan called and she talked about housing. Now, if you live in the city of Portland, you've seen chapter and verse about housing. Oh my God, I'm sick of hearing it. No, I'm not. That's an exaggeration. But when I go to my mother's house and I binge watch MSNBC for an entire month, no one ever talks about that. It was never an issue in the presidential elections. Did anybody here, Trump or Hillary, talk about housing? I didn't hear word one about it. Okay. And yet it's a crisis across the country. Across the country. So Joan's right. I mean, there's some pe- some of us are kind of cynical because maybe we've been in the middle of these movements and yet we it, it's it's fascinating to see the invisible obstacles the bubbles that hold in the stories and don't let them get out that fascinates me completely mm-hmm. i mean if we, people come and like have a lot of topics and share their stories to then someone wants to be a representative or uh, a president president who wants to be elected really can um eventually when our platform is like really good and working and everything is in place can come to the platform look at each area and see what topics are their issues and really try to address those things um i don't think there is a source for that right now and um well we call it the new york times it's super imperfect i'm just kidding (laughs) that just came out like that you're listening to kbo portland um you know this is the radio activist we actually put the we have opened up the phone lines asking people um what are the stories from within grassroots movements that we don't hear enough about, right? And there's all these reasons why we need to hear the stories because those also infer- inform the activism. But this is Radio Activist, and I promised that I would throw out some um, activism events that people could go to over the next week. And I want to just spend a few minutes doing that. Did you know that um, I feel like today at noon is the publication fair? At the Cleaners at the Ace Hotel, you love books. You're going to meet alternative media people at that book fair. Books are these things that are made out of dead trees. We used to love them. They don't require batteries. Go to the publication fair starting at noon at the Ace Hotel. Um, Now, tomorrow is the silent vigil for immigrant children separated from parents. It's a regular thing. It's at noon. It's at Terry Shrunk Plaza. Okay. Tomorrow at noon. Silent vigil for immigrant children separated from parents. There's an issue for you. Yeah, um, that's what mm-hmm. I would. Uh, there's a couple of solstice events. This Friday's going to be solstice. There's a solstice bazaar. Um, there's the American Music Program, which is the program that celebrated um, Esperanza Spalding, is doing a great big show at the um, Alberta Rose Theater. I believe that is Friday. If you love Esperanza Spalding and you love empowered young children who are learning jazz, go to Progressions. I'm calling that an organizing event. Um, that's at the Alberta Rose Theater. Um, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. There's a lot of parties. And then it's going, oh, I'm sorry. This is probably the most important one. And then I'll, I'll call this a day. But uh, this Sunday, of course, it's the benefit for free hot soup with Rice and Sheila. It's going to be awesome. Um, That is Sunday, December 23rd at 5. And where is that at? Um, Free Hot Soup does a lot, man. So, oh, I know what it is. It's the Ben Rice, Sheila Wilcoxon Benefit Show for Free Hot Soup. It's at Mississippi Pizza, 5 p.m. this coming Sunday. So it's the week before that big Christian holiday thing. Go out, Meet people, get active, take your ideas there. Um, This is the Radio Activist. I'm Lisa Loving. I'm with my friend, compatriot, and co-host, Suzanne Legrand. We're live in studio, too, with um, init.com founder and CEO, Shiva Faroki. We're talking about this um, incredible emerging platform that's waiting. So impressive. It's waiting for your movement, honestly. I just met with some wonderful friends from a local um, organization that provides women's health. And it's a huge organization. It's super famous. And I was shocked to learn that it has a staff of three. Okay. And I'm looking, I'm talking with my beloved friend at this 
feminist organization. We, we think of it as a feminist organization. I don't want to throw the name out there because they get attacked all the time. And I'm saying to my friend, how can, how can we collect the stories of women and men? Because men are part of this too. This organization serves men too. Um, how can we do this? You know, can we teach them journalism? And my friend said, no, storytelling is it. It's all about the storytelling. But what's interesting about campaigns and things like that is sometimes the need for them arises on the spur of the moment. Yeah. because of stuff that happened in Congress or something, which is what the travel ban is like. So our phone lines are open. I could see someone's calling. We're asking people, what movements are we not hearing enough about? And because what we're saying is, it's our responsibility to do that. We can't wait for the federal government to do it. So Shiva, what are you going to do next? I mean, uh, we're in the process of trying to fundraise and uh, we're applying for investments and once we launch, we will try to do partnerships with big uh, or small local media organizations and try to get involved in local communities um, and have topics, um, different topics, and offer our service to as many organizations and uh, partners that need the stories of people um, to help with the efforts that they have. Uh, we do have another caller. We're going to go to the phone line. Eric is on the line. Eric, what are you thinking about today? Um, the fact that I've been homeless, I was made homeless by Portland State University about seven and a half years ago. They put me on the street. Their mistake, uh, small claims, lost there. If I want to go to circuit court, I have to pay $2,800 to an arbitrator that will allow me to file against Portland State. It's incredible, Eric. That's amazing. How many, I bet you know other people that are sort of caught in this trap too. What, I'm sorry, what? I bet you know other people that are caught in this sort of, what I hear you saying is you, you basically kind of got caught in a bureaucratic trap and you lost your housing. Right. That's what I hear. And I bet you know other people in a similar situation. Oh, absolutely. So, I ran for mayor last time around. <laughs> that's right. Awesome. So um, I want to thank you for calling, Eric, and sharing the kinds of stories that we need to hear because see what Eric was just saying he's talking about something super specific yeah and mm -hmm. and and um you know how this specific bureaucrat and you know in years past there would be reporters at the daily newspaper I swear um there used to be a daily newspaper and they would actually cover things like this and it's called engagement when you have a newsroom that finds stories that come from people on the outside of the newsroom yeah. but we've seen these institutions collapse Someone such as Eric, who's talking about something super specific, right? There are the aspects of these issues that we don't know about because we need to hear from people who are in it. That's the thing that just, I'm looking at you, Shiva. This thing blows my mind. Thank it blows you. my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's interesting also that news reporting is done in sound bites. Yeah. And yeah. sound bites aren't often enough to really understand the depth of the issue and to allow people to really express the what is important to them it gets it gets truncated to this little um, thing that you know people think will will you know be a hook but our stories are more than hooks mm -hmm. and th these yeah. videos are two minutes long which is actually one really good bite I'm saying that it's one it's two minutes it's is the, one is, minute oh okay one minute <laughs> but still I think that there's something to this platform, this website that's out there where people can have more control. If you're participating in this, it's license, your video is licensed to you. If Eric um, basically had a way um, to videotape himself on a cell phone or something like that, to participate, maybe someone's going to create some movement to, for responsibility for one institution whose gentrification is throwing people out of a um, situation. Yeah. I'm thinking of local housing activists who are specifically organizing around apartment complexes, right? Um, so or even policymakers whose focus is on affordable housing. And, and to put all this information there, what's interesting to me about it, again... Getting the gatekeepers out of the way is a yeah. fascinating thing. Yeah, it's just like a petition. There's someone should have started and asked people to sign it. It's the same way. Um, if someone who is working in this area of homelessness starts a mission for that, and then Eric and any other per person that he knows can share their stories and just imagine there are like 
thousands of people with a similar situation, that really puts pressure on the government to do something about it. Or whomever is the focus. Can we just go back? We're starting to run out of show, and I want to ask you one more time. The system for how people set these up on your website is actually like walking through the steps of organizing something meaningful. So I just really want to strongly ask you one more time. If someone goes to init.com, how do they use it? They have to start with a mission, right? Yes. Um, so right now we don't have the link for mission creation on the website, but um, that's something that we were thinking to add or not. But if you like to create a mission, just contact us. There is a contact form, a contact us form. Uh, if you say I'm interested to create a mission, we would just email you the link, and you can also do like use the suggest a mission form if you have an idea but you don't want to create it. You just can fill out the form. What kind of topics? deserve but yes that's very simple you we send you the uh, mission creation form it's pretty simple five a step you first say like what kind of videos are needed then you say if you want to put a goal which is like how many videos are needed and that's optional step three is if you want to reward um, providing reward means like oh most popular video gets this much money or this service so it can be monetary or non-monetary again this is optional the fourth step is like how long that mission should exist and when do you want to start it? So if you have an event that you want to start it in a certain day, you can do that. And the last step is that you give it a, a few tags. And if you have a video you want Hashtags. to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want to add your own video explaining your topic, you can even add that and then press publish. We review it and then publish it for you if everything looks good. Uh, I just want to put this out. Um, th this this website is is born. It's being born right now. That's what we call the soft opening. Yeah. So um, you're if you're listening right now, you're you're meeting you're meeting mom. Okay, you're meeting the midwives. We want to make sure that people understand how many resources are available to you. And the whole purpose of the show, the radio activist, is to make you understand. You're the one making the future. Suzanne, you were going to say something. Yeah, well, a lot of people, I think, get turned off from activism because they don't feel heard. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's so apart from being able to share your story, it seems to me that one of the things your platform is doing is allowing people a place where they can be heard and where others can hear their story, which is incredibly valuable. Yeah. We do have another caller. We are starting to run out of show. Let's get this person on the air. Jared is on the air. Jared, what's going on? Hey, so uh, I'm calling about uh, the oil trains and coal trains. Oh, uh, thank you. Holy uh, moly. Okay, oil trains. Vancouver. Yep. Uh, it just surprises me that, you know, it feels like we won the battle, yet the uh, cars keep coming and coming and coming. So I'm not sure if we to... won that battle. Jared... I like, I'm gold star in that one. Thanks yeah, for calling. It amazes <laughs> me how like topics are, how many topics I don't know and people suggest it's wonderful. Thank you. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is. Um, we're starting to close out of this show. Actually, we're running out of show. And I want to thank the people who called. The purpose of this show is to make you understand how important you are. Before we go, can I ask you, please go on in dashit.com if you have a suggestion for any topic and you didn't get a chance to call, just go and write it there and we'll just get back to you. All right. Fantastic. Um, yeah. And I want to say thanks for listening. Participate with init.com. That's in-it.com. I want to thank our engineer, Tammy Dean. Theme music is by Ms. Deluxe. I want to thank Suzanne Legrand for being here. And thank you, Sheila. Um, Shiva. 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 Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. The Cape Volunteer Coordinator is Ani Haynes. Radical inclusion is her game. Contact Ani to be a volunteer at this station. Volunteer at kbu.fm. You could be behind this mic. Because we are radioactive. Stay tuned.
Kibu is excited to be part of the 2018 Willamette Week Give Guide. This year, Willamette Week and Kibu are challenging our community to give with their dollars and take action by showing up in real life. Kibu has been showing up for over 50 years. Give to Kebu today and you get full access to the Chinook Book app plus freebies from Laughing Planet, Gluten-Free Gem, We Press, and Nosa Familia Coffee. You can contribute right now at kboo.fm slash give or call 503-231-8032. Support Kebu where music makes the movement. Kabu yeah. uh. Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of Kabu in accordance with requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about Kabu Community Radio's open meeting policy is also available by calling the station at 503 503- Two three one eight zero three two. Board meetings will be conducted at 20 Southeast 8th Avenue, Portland, Oregon, unless otherwise noted. The KBU Board of Directors meets the fourth Monday of the month, starting at 6 p.m. Please call 503-231-8032 to verify if a meeting is being held. And it's 10 o'clock here at KBOO Portland. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for becoming a member. If you go to kboo.fm, donate, push that donate button and become a member here at the station. We really appreciate it. It's time for Flashpoints. Stay tuned at 11 for The Food Show. On Flashpoints, we're joined by Ajamu Baraka of the Black Alliance for Peace to discuss the Trump administration's new Africa policy announced last week by National Security Advisor John Bolton. Finally, we review and take on today's headlines about Venezuela as the U.S. war of words and moves toward military intervention intensify. I'm Kevin Pina filling in for Dennis Bernstein. All this straight ahead on Flashpoints. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.